When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one, and by Allstate, proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Now, here's Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sunday Sound Bites. My name is Chris Plank, and we're going to recap what was a frustrating, exciting, exhilarating an altogether wild night in Norman after Oklahoma wins its 16 to 13 over West Virginia. Sooners win it on a walk-off field goal by Gabe Burkich, first walk-off field goal in program history, and obviously fans were frustrated. So we start things after Oklahoma's 16 to 13 win over West Virginia. Hearing from head coach Lincoln Riley. All right, everybody, we'll get we'll get started. Uh, Great college football game. You know, hats off to West Virginia. I thought they played a really tough physical game. It was, uh, it was a, uh, a battle out there. It really was, you know, both sides. I um, thought both defensive lines lived up to the hype. You know, they were definitely the, the, the two most dominant groups on the field, no question about it. Um, proud of our, our resilience. You know, I told the guys in the locker room, you know, you look at, and I think most of you guys were obviously still covering our team at this time last year. Um, you know, and the difference, and to me the biggest difference is we found some ways here when we haven't been at our best to win some close games. You know, we've showed like incredible resiliency, which we certainly did tonight. We were a very resilient football team, um, and, and we're growing, we're improving. Obviously, uh, great effort defensively, um, holding those guys down, uh, had, some, had some key stops. Uh, looked like we did a felt like pretty good job on third down. I see there four fourteen. Um, so did, did some really really nice things defensively. Proud of the way we played, especially without a couple of our guys. Uh, but special teams were were excellent. You know, Turk obviously punted the heck out of the ball. We did a great job covering some of those. Um, had a couple decent kick returns, and then obviously the field goals, the field goal at the end, the other field goals. We were we were really really good with. So so proud of that effort. 
Um, offensively, we're still kind of trying to find ourselves a little bit. You know, we're not quite there. We we opened halves so well and played some of our best ball there. We got to be able to maintain it. Um, but I will say, offensively, I thought in the night that was you know we were a lot of frustrations. Um, I thought we we kept our poise, you know, and we we stayed within the scheme and what we were trying to do. And you know, listen, it ain't easy when you've had a night like that, and we've all had them, and we've gotten all of us probably a little spoiled around here because we haven't had too many offensively. It ain't easy to go down there. I think we had the ball on either our seven or eight yard line, backed up, and you got to drive it down there and go score to win the game. And not only did we do it, but we. We did it really, really a great job of, of just kind of executing, turning into a four-minute situation where we're able to burn clock and leave them no opportunity to win the game. So, uh, some of our best ball right there at the end. Uh, I, I still have zero doubt about what we're capable of offensively, but obviously, uh, that's an area. All, all areas of the team got to get better, but an area there that we've got to we've got to take some big steps, and uh, and I know we can. So, um, proud of this football team. Again, you you look. Just think about where we were three or four games in the last season, and you know the difference is we found a way to win them. And then you know what I told the guys after is look at the football team we were at the end of last season, and how much of a difference there was from beginning to end. And that's got to be our goal is to make not to match any other team from the past, but just to to simply make the improvements and make the jumps that we know we can make and we know that are inside of us and, and that we're capable of. And so. That's going to be our focus. Uh, feels great to be 4-0 and, and excited to uh, get out to our first road test next week. Let's go to questions. Ryan Eber. Yeah, Lincoln, wanted to start off uh, asking a couple things about the defense. One, you mentioned third downs. What was the difference there after that first drive when the, the third downs really killed you initially and then it was so good the rest of the way and then uh, also on that that last drive, the uh, this the snap, uh, just what was going through your mind then, and with uh, you know the way that that all played out, giving your offense one more chance. Um, yeah, I mean, I think defensively we had a couple of busts on the first drive, and uh, we you know not to take credit away from West Virginia, but we gave them just some gimmies, and that's that's the thing we don't want to do. I mean, you're going to give up a play here and there. That that's part of college football, but you. You don't want them to be gimmies. You know, you don't want them to be just a bust where they're really non-competitive. And that was probably the most disappointing thing on the on the first drive. Um, but yeah, I thought we settled in. Honestly, just played more sound. And I thought our front wore on them a little bit as the night went on. We started, you know, limiting the run game. You know, certainly a little bit better and put them in a few more long situations. Felt like a lot of them were short yardage there early. We got them in a few more long situations and, and did a great job of execution. Um, and second question again. The snap there that uh, pushed West Virginia back yep. and gave your offense another chance there. Yeah, I mean we got you know listen we we got a break took advantage of it. Um, you know I felt I, I knew we were going to get another chance either way, um, but obviously it was great job defensively holding them out. You know, you know, and then you know offense having to go on basically length of the field drive, uh, just a tremendous close. I mean you you see like a true team there defense hold them out when they're driving. Offense, you haven't played very well at all in the night. Now all of a sudden you got to go, you know, 80, 90 yards here, and then special teams got executed at the end. I mean, it took all three sides to win it. Appreciate it, Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Jason Kersey. Lincoln, when when your quarterback is struggling and the crowd is 
channing for the backup to come in what, what is your message to spencer in that moment and secondly what do you think that last drive did for his confidence yeah it's college football man i mean it's uh listen when you when you have the expectations that we have here in this program and the expectations offensively i, I mean it's it's part of it it's out of our control you know I, of course we always you know it always helps us a lot more when our fan base supports us i'll, I'll come out and say that i, I want to play Better offensively more than anybody out there, but them being behind us is what helps. Um, Spencer handled it. It didn't bother him at all. And honestly, as I was evaluating it through the game, um, we got to play a lot better around him. Uh, he can do some things better. He did, a, I'll tell you what, he, he hung in there and really trusted it. The only pick he threw, we totally busted a route that was probably his best throw of the night. Um, so. I know how it looks to the casual fan, uh, and I'm certainly not saying that Spencer can't play better. Um, he can, he will, uh, but we got to play better around him too. We got to coach better around him, and that's we get it. Listen, that's when offensive football doesn't work, they're going to look at the coach and they're going to look at the quarterback. I mean, that's that's since the beginning of uh, mankind. So uh, we understand that they're big boy roles, and uh, uh, but we do appreciate you know the support of the fan base. It was a great atmosphere in there tonight, and uh, I tell you what. Spencer, and again, the whole offense, we'll, we'll, we'll own what we didn't do well. We're not going to shy away from that. I'll tell you what, it takes a lot of balls, all right, to do what we did there at the end. So people better see that too. Jesse Crittenden. Hey, Lincoln. Obviously, uh, Gabe Burgage was huge for you guys tonight with those three field goals. I mean, in a low possession, uh, low scoring game like this, do those field goals have even a, a bigger impact maybe than they normally would? Oh, absolutely. You know, we've had kind of two of these in a row. Um, you know, I saw there you looked up, yeah, I think our first possession in the first quarter we didn't start. Maybe there might have been five minutes left. I mean, it just, again, very, two very eerily similar games here um, where there were some conversions early, a lot of time chewed up, not many plays, another for today's college football, extremely low. And I don't know what the possession number ended up, but it wasn't many. Um, so yeah, you gotta. The, everything counts more. I mean, the score when you lower the possessions. Listen, they don't matter. If both offenses are playing lights out, or both offenses aren't playing well. Lower possessions is lower scores, and lower scores again, everyone matters even more. And uh, so they, Gabe, obviously, and the field goal team have been huge for us. Thank you. You're welcome. John Hoover. Lincoln, I wanted to expound a little bit on uh, Spencer's night. He had a little bit of a rough start. Fans are doing what they're doing. He comes back in the fourth quarter, you guys need points, and he puts together like uh, 11 of 12 for 86 yards and two scoring drives. When people go to count, uh, you know, John Elway's fourth quarter comebacks or Joe Montana's fourth quarter comebacks, uh, just seems like that's something that a quarterback is ultimately measured by versus, you know, first quarter interceptions or something like that. Is that mm -hmm. something you're proud of him for bouncing back and leading the team to a victory? Absolutely. Absolutely. It ain't, it ain't easy, man. It's, it's, uh, it's a big job. It's not easy, um, and I and I tell you, on the sideline, he was never rattled not one bit, you know. And again, it's you know like the deal where we bust a route and he makes probably his best read or best throw of the night turns into a pick. I mean, so many guys could say, "Well, I'm going to tank," and man, went nothing going right for me. I mean, even when I do it right, it's not working. And and he hung in there, and and I think showed some some real poise that he's been there. So uh, um, again, he, he can. He's he's got a good makeup about him. He's a tough kid. He's going to continue to get better. We're going to continue to get better around him. Real quick one for you. I'm told that this was the first walk off field goal in school history with zeros on the clock. What does what does that do for you mentally? Really? Yeah. Wow. I know. Shocking. Man. It it is. It's uh, yeah. Because we had an opportunity a couple of years ago uh, for Army. Um, 
and uh no it's, it's it's awesome man i mean it's it's we've we've really we really spent a lot of time in the off season just for our guys challenging them to be to be finishers knowing that you're going to have to win these different ways and um that means a lot i mean just finding a way there at the end it's something and honestly especially at a place like oklahoma sometimes it's tougher to do that at home and and it's just the expectations and and if you let that get to you as a player it can almost make it at times more difficult at home and uh again i give our team a lot of credit we fought through it crowd was great at the end um you know fun night in there and and yeah there's no better feeling than finding a way when it's all on the line thanks lincoln you're welcome Harry Trammell. yeah lincoln uh, on on the second half in, in particular uh it looked like your offense was actually a lot better in the second half. Oh, yeah. You scored three on your four possessions, and you might have scored a touchdown at the end if you didn't need a field goal. Yep. What was the difference in the second half? And also, one particular play on the final drive, it was the fourth play of the drive. You had a first down, but they got in on Spencer immediately, and he was sort of able to wheel around and, and find, I think it was Gray, on a little dump. Mm-hmm. He made four yards, no big deal, but it was – Second and six instead of second and sixteen. Exactly. Two yeah, yeah, no, that 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 was a big play. Uh, it really was. Uh, you know, just just getting us in some manageables. It felt like, other than the first drive, it felt like we were just in third and long. You know, we just got so many longs, and part of it we didn't run the ball very efficient. Um, and that that was really the main thing that kind of kept us there. So. Um, there we go. Um, and and obviously, yeah, the second half, we yeah, we did. We obviously we weren't going to finish that last drive. I mean, we were setting up to hit the field goal and try to you know not give them any time. But yeah, we did play better the second half. I mean, we definitely did. It's 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 uh, and, and it took some guts to do it. We made a couple adjustments at halftime. And again, I thought our guys showed a lot of patience, man. Because again, it's I promise you, nobody wants us to to get rolling and played our capability offensively more than than us coaches and the players. And so. When it doesn't happen, you can have that level of disappointment or you can come back swinging. And we came back swinging and oh, we played much better. I mean, it was cleaner, uh, made a few more explosive plays, competitive plays. We ran the ball a little bit better in the second half. Not great, obviously, uh, but had some kind of key conversions there in the second half that were huge. So, um, yeah, we were better. Uh, we're still not anywhere what we can be, but we'll, uh, we'll continue to plow forward. James Hale. You know, Lincoln, you started out by talking about how the defensive lines dominated the game. And I'm curious, as you were going through trying to find things that worked for your offense, how difficult was it to find things that you could block and that you guys could execute, especially when you, you know, the West Virginia defensive front was so, so talented? No, they were good. You know, and, and look, I, you know, I don't. I don't want to make it like it was just some bloodbath out there and we were just awful on the offensive line because we weren't. But, I, again, they're a talented front. It showed up. There was just some some individual plays that showed up where we just got beat. And, and it felt like in the first half it, every single one of them hit where we felt like we had it, like, dialed. It was just one of those halves, man. It just it just was. And I thought we played better up front in the second half. Um, guys got some movement in the run game. Again, had some, some, some critical drives there. Nothing more important there at the end. So again, offensively, you can just kind of group us all into one, just one big ball, man. We're, we're, you know, we have potential. We're kind of fighting our way through it. We're kind of trying to find ourselves a little bit. And if we'll, uh, if we'll stay together, keep working, keep improving, we will find ourselves. Congrats, Lee. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, Lincoln, uh, 
you guys have been through some tight ones. Uh, it seems like every game this year. How how calm is that sideline with you guys? You know, going down the stretch. I mean, is there an air of confidence at this point with you guys that you just kind of feel like you're going to pull this out? I think there's there's belief. Uh, I definitely think there's confidence that that we're never out of the fight. Um, and the, that the work that we've put in is is there, and I think you know what you've seen is you've seen some extreme trust on all three sides of the ball in those moments that you know you don't really find out how much you trusted until you get in one of those. And do you really trust your teammates? You really trust what we're doing here on offense, defense, or special teams? Um, trust doing your job, your technique. I mean, all the little things tend to show up so much more in those big moments. And uh, and and you know, sure. I mean, you go do it. It gives you a lot of confidence that you can continue to do it again as as other close games come up, and so it's uh it's been fun with the team finding a way, and uh, we're we're just we're uh, I, I like this team, I like this team, I think we uh, we're gonna get better, and uh, but it's, it's fun to find a way to win these. You, you guys defensively had 226 yards total. What, how much confidence does that? I mean, given the offense struggles, give the team. Yeah, it's just kind of been our was our recipe for winning tonight. I mean, it just was. It's the way the game unfolded. Uh, defensively, we bowed up and and you know held a good offense down. Some good players, especially proud of what we did in the run game um, against a, a talented group. They do some really good things. Neil and those guys are so good schematically. They put you in a lot of tough positions, and uh, so we just we we kept responding. So it's. Uh, you know, the thing about about winning in your team is as your team evolves, your recipes and opportunities to win games different ways do. And the more you can strengthen all parts of your team, obviously the more different ways you can win games. So that'll be our goal. Last one, Ryan Aver. Yeah, Lincoln, you talked about the difficulty of, of what Gabe there, did there at the end. Uh, when you're working to, to set him up there, or, is that a conversation that you have before the game? Uh, about where he wants it in those situations or uh, do you talk to him you know during the flow of those things and, and then also what do you say to him you know leading up to to that kick do you go over the situation is it uh, you know trying to keep lighthearted what what's that mood like yeah um we definitely know where he likes it uh, there's been times where that's evolved throughout a game but we've we've been enough battles together that I, I know exactly where he likes it and uh, we got it to a good spot for him there and uh yeah i mean i've been enough of these with him and we actually had a uh, they actually gave us the option there after the timeout if we wanted a 30 second or a minute or and i knew he was ready i told him those 30 seconds let's go to work um and so no i didn't even honestly have a, i didn't say anything to him i we're talking to our field goal team about execution, and I knew that, that between those three, you know, Casey, uh, Kelleher, Spencer Jones, and Gabe, they were going to do their part. I just knew we needed to protect them, and obviously knew that West Virginia was going to come at it with everything they had. And we did a good job protection and executed. So um, no magic words for me, just just execution. And since we're talking offense to start things out, Spencer Radler, two great drives to wrap things up, finished throwing for 256 yards, had a touchdown and an interception, and he met with the media after the game. Spencer, just a uh, roller coaster game for you, but just sort of take us through what you were, the motions going through you for that final drive, knowing that you had 339 and a chance to come out with the win. Yeah, it was a great opportunity, you know, for us to fight through something again and, and come out with a win. You know, we're happy being four and but we're not happy. We're not we're not satisfied with the way, you know, we're we're winning. But a win is a win. Um 
you know, I, personally, I thought, uh, you know, that last drive, it, you know, showed maturity last year. You know, a lot, a lot of things could have happened uh, during that drive, during that situation. But, um, you know, this year we, we found a couple drives like that and, and, and have uh, converted them to win the game. You said you know things have to get better. Is it frustrating that you're still having these little mistakes here and there that isn't allowing you guys to be all on the same page? Yeah. Go to uh, Eric Bailey next. Uh, Spencer, congratulations. I wanted to ask you about Gabe's final field goal. Just how important was it setting him up in the middle of the field? And also, at what point did you say, okay, we got the distance now. Let's just get him closer. Uh, yeah, Gabe played a great game. You know, he always comes through for us. Uh, we trust him a lot. And, you know, we set him up to kick the winner, and that's what he did. You know, I, I, we're all confident in him, and he's a, he's a great kicker. I wanted to ask about Mike Woods also, just his performance and what he was able to do tonight. Yeah, he played a great game along along with other guys as well. You know, he played a great game. Or I thought Eric Gray played a great game. Um, you know, he had a few guys that, that played very well, um, other than a slight few mistakes. But, um, you know, those can be fixed. Last question. just want to ask you, how important is it just to ignore the noise in the stadium when things may not be going, going well and just focus on doing your job and going playing football? Yeah, I mean, we kind of just lock in on what we got to lock in on. I don't really, like, you know, know what – I don't care, like, what they are yeah. saying. or We don't care. We don't – We don't. it doesn't matter to us. Yeah. We're, we're out here to win a game. They're in the stands. Um, and we appreciate – I appreciate it, man. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> okay, have a good weekend, man. Thanks. Go to Cliff Brunt, AP. Yeah, I was just going to follow up on that a little bit, but you, you kind of answered it. Just you, you say it doesn't affect you, but do you hear it? I mean, do you have to block it out? Or, I mean, are you just locked in? I mean, we all heard it. I mean, how do you deal with that in the moment? You just got to deal with it. I, don't, I really don't know why they were doing it, but, I mean. Go to uh, Parker Thune. Yeah, Spencer, you know, inevitably there's going to be a lot of talk this week, despite the fact that you guys are 4-0, that, oh, this team isn't beating teams the way that they should. But I, what does it say about this team and their resilience that you guys were able to stop their offense for most most the entire game on the defensive side and then come up with a game-winning drive there when you guys needed it? Yeah, I think it shows a lot of our um, just character in a game like that you know we, we've had a couple tough games going back and forth with these teams and it's, it's it's great you know it's a blessing to play with a great defense um who's going to get you the ball back and you know we need to of course convert these drives more especially in the red zone i mean we're, we're very close um it, it, it'll come together but i think these situations are you know going to help us in the long run which is which is positive it might not seem positive right now um but It'll help us in the long run, and you know, at the, last year we were sitting one and two, you know, two and two. Now we're four and zero. Um, we're gonna keep rolling. We're gonna keep trying to win games, no matter what we have to do. Go to Chandler Engelbrecht. Hey Spencer, we kind of want to follow up on what Parker just asked. Obviously, this was a battle all night between you and that Mountaineer defense. What was West Virginia doing to make this matchup so competitive when both of those units were on the field? Uh, yeah, their their D line was a solid group. You know, they were flying around, doing a lot of twists, a lot of stunts, and uh, you know, for, for a majority of the night we handled it well. But 
Um, you know, that's something we wanted to, you know, kind of be better against, but, you know, it happens sometimes. Um, they threw a couple of new looks against us, and we just got to just got to go against them and, and convert them. When, when you and obviously Lincoln Riley would meet on the sidelines, and he, it looked like a multiple times he kind of got the entire offense around him. What was the message there, and how did that help you guys improve the game? The message was just to trust it. Um, you know, we, we were right there. We we're just shooting ourselves in the foot. I, uh, you know, on the on the interception, the turnover, we had a communication error. Uh, we were supposed to run a post on the outside. Instead, we ran a curl. Therefore, that let the corner, you know, drop off and make a play. Um, you know, we just small little things like that. You know, things that may not catch your guys' eye, but you know, things we need to work on. Got time for a couple more. We'll go to Austin Perrette for one, and then back to Eric Bailey for one final question. Austin. Hey Spencer, uh, just wanted to ask you what you thought of the defense's performance tonight. It was great. You know, they always they always come through for us. Um, especially you know these first four games, they played really well and uh, bring a lot of energy. And we need to do that on the offensive side too. How much trust do you have in them to get stops as the game goes on? A lot of trust. Go to Eric Bailey for one final question. Eric? Spencer, you mentioned last year. Uh, do you just see your growth? I mean, last year you were put in those situations where you needed to score. This year you were 6 of 6, 54 yards on that last drive. Can you just kind of measure your growth by just seeing this is the quarterback and I am this year the mature quarterback compared to last year? Uh, yeah, you know. In those situations, I feel like I have improved, yes. Um, that comes with a lot of practice with my guys and trusting trusting what they're going to do as well. Um, but, you know, maturity-wise, that's about it. Um, I, I want to play better, obviously. Everybody wants to play better. Um, but there's not just one single thing we could call out. I mean, it's just we, we, we all got to be better. Players, coaches, everything. Sooners struggle. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates in Northbrook, Illinois. Struggled running the football. Only averaged two yards per carry. 28 rushes, 57 yards. But there was a bright spot offensively. And that bright spot was Michael Woods. The Arkansas transfer had his biggest game in a Sooner uniform, had eight catches for 86 yards. And for the first time in our post game, we talked with him on the radio network. He was great. And he met with the media. This is his Zoom. Hey, Mike, I wanted to ask you about just about that last drive, uh, what you guys were able to put together as offense. How big was that? And uh, what was said when you guys were on the eight-yard line preparing for that drive? Uh, I mean, it was huge. Our goal is to go out there and win the game and those are the moments that you, you come to a school like this for, and those are the moments that the big players rise up in and the great teams win in those moments. So uh, it was a huge drive for us, and we were on the eight. I mean, we just told – we it starts up front. We know that, so we just told the old line, you got to play on their side of the ball, and everything will work out. So. Uh, and I want to get your thoughts on Gabe's final field goal. Have you, have you ever been a part of a game-winning field goal on the last play of the game before? No, I have and, not. Uh, <laughs> So just your thoughts on Gabe's field goal. No, I, I've never been a part of one, but Gabe's automatic to me. So I, I was, I knew, like, it was no doubt in my mind he was going to make it. So it automatic. Mike, thanks. Have a good weekend. Yes, okay. sir. Thank you.
go to Bob Prisbillo. Bob? Yeah, Mike, how big of a night was this for you to have those eight catches that you try to develop that chemistry with Spencer Moore? Well, it was a great night. Um, I'm glad I got to, um, you know what I'm saying, build on the weeks prior. And uh, just I had a good night, and um, hopefully we can just keep building and keep winning. That's the main thing, just want to keep winning. Can you pinpoint one or two things as to why maybe this offense hasn't been clicking on all cylinders through the first four games? Uh, we just got to play with all 11. Like, a lot of these plays were one one thing away. One player did something wrong, and it's just one thing away from being a great play or a great drive and stuff like that. And um, so we just got to play with all 11, and everybody just needs to get a little better. I don't necessarily think it's on one person that needs to get a whole lot better, but everybody needs to improve a little bit, and we'll be fine. Let's go to uh, Ryan Chapman and then Parker Thune after that. Hey, you talked about great drives. You guys had a really great drive there to finish the game. Can you even take that momentum and carry it over as far as saying that this is what you guys got to do, you know, drive after drive, week in, week out? Right. Um, yeah, we just got to go back to practice. <clears throat> well, we're going to watch film on it and uh, see what we did right, see what we did wrong, build on the things we did uh, right and correct the things we did wrong. And that's ultimately how you improve. And we just want to keep improving as the season goes on. So the great, the great teams do that. Go to uh, Parker Thune. Parker? Yeah, Mike, kind of following up on Ryan's question there, what does it say about the resilience of this offense and this team as a whole that you know, despite being stuck in first gear for most of the night, you guys went and put together a drive and got the game winner when it counted? Yeah, I mean, the goal at the end of the day is to win the game. And we knew on that drive we had to win the game. So whatever happened prior, however you were feeling prior, to that drive, you got to put all that to the side, <clears throat> focus on what's going on now, play with all 11, like we said, and we got to win the game. So that's just what we had to go out there and do that. We know we got to be perfect um, and just win these games. So that's the main thing on our mind. We don't really care about anything else. All right, guys, last question for the night goes to Chandler Engelbrecht. Chandler? Hey, Mike, uh, congrats on the win. Obviously, this was tough all night. You and the Mountaineer defense really battled the entire time. What was West Virginia doing to make this matchup so physical and just so tough to pull a win out of? I mean, I don't never really focus on what the other team is doing. I think it's just it's us versus us, me versus me. So, like I said, uh, we're one player away, one small thing away each play. And so it ain't really about what they're doing. We just got to go out there and execute, and I think we have the best players in the country. So if we go out there and do what we're supposed to do, I think we'll be fine. So. One other offensive conversation, I guess, in a roundabout way. Uh, had a chance to hear from Tyrese Robinson. Now, again, we mentioned a frustrating night for the offensive line and for the Oklahoma Sooners running the football. Here's the Sooner right tackle, Tyrese Robinson. Tyrese, I, I want to ask you about your quarterback. Uh, just the way he was able to rally the team in that last drive and move you guys downfield and set up that field goal. We're going to talk about Gabe's kick, but I want to hear, you know, just your thoughts on, on Spencer. Right, right. No, uh, offense in general, we played, we played uh, not to our standard uh, throughout the whole game. And him, it was a big-time drive leading into uh, the final drive of the game. And he came up to us, and he just told us to trust our job. And, 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 and we give him time up front, and he going to make the throws. And he did the exact thing out there and led to the game-winning kick by Gabe. I want to ask you about Lincoln Riley's meeting with the offense during the second quarter. What was emphasized during that time? Uh, just trusting our assignments, executing plays, uh, playing all 11. Uh, there's been some times where one person not might not be doing their job, and 
and it messes up a play. But uh, he just came a little together meeting about playing together, playing all 11. So. Aries, thanks, man. Have a good weekend, okay? Yes, sir. You too. Go to Ryan Chapman and then Bob Prisbello after that. Ryan? Hey, uh, you know, Eric asked you about Spencer, but just the offense as a whole, can you guys take that momentum from that last drive and, and carry it on forward after kind of an up-and-down night against a good defensive front? Right, right. Uh, no, for sure. But it just doesn't happen on Saturdays. It starts on Sundays, preparing, leading into the next following week and throughout practice. But uh, it was a good drive. I feel I feel good about that drive. And, yes, I feel like it could be positive to moving on forward and showing what this offense is capable of. Do you feel like you guys did anything different on that, or was it just a matter of kind of sinking into knowing that this is what you got to do to win the game and just going out there and doing it? I mean, both. I mean, we didn't really do anything different. I feel like more people were locked in. We were locked in. I was locked more locked in in that drive, which uh, led us to make those plays down the field, uh, those quick passes, and, and O-line did a good job of protecting and received a good job of catching the ball and making plays. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Go to Bob Prisbillo. Bob? Tyrese, what were those moments like when you're hearing the fans boo what the offense is, is doing? That's just mm-hmm. something you just never hear in Norman. Right. Uh, I mean, we don't pay attention to that. We're in the, we're in the game, and we're, in our, uh, we're locked in. So we don't really try to look at, uh, listen to the outside noise, and we just focus on what we can do, do better, and, and focus on the next drive. What, what? Why do you think the running game hasn't been able to really take off just yet through the first third of the season? I mean, uh, like it just comes down to execution. Um, sometimes we could bust a run, but one guy's not doing their job. It's just basically coming down to execution and finishing and, and dominating your blocks up front. Got time for uh, one more for uh, for Tyrese, guys. Let's go to Chandler Engelbrecht. Hey, Tyrese. This was a battle all night between you and that Mountaineer defensive line. What was West Virginia? What was West Virginia doing there to make this one? You know, such a tough matchup. Uh, they weren't doing too much different. Uh, like I said, we just got to execute better. They threw a little bit different fronts and uh, blitzes out with us. But uh, at the end of the day, just we got to execute better, and we got to we got to win our job and win our one on ones up front, and, and and we won't have that problem. All right, these zooms are always the most entertaining. It was a historic night, an historic night in Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium, as Gabe Burkage. Boots home a walk-off field goal uh, from everything that we've found. It's the first walk-off field goal in program history. Here's Burkich after his 30-yard game winner. Uh, same question we always ask you, man. What's going through your head during that setting up? You know the offense is set up for a field goal. What are you thinking on the sidelines? I can't I can't say. <laughs> and when, Well, when you're on the field, I mean, does anyone talk to you? Does Spencer talk to you? Does the guys talk to you, or do they just leave you alone? Well, they just leave me alone. Bray Walker will give me a yes, sir. When he used to turn around and say that, everybody leaves me alone. I just do my job, walk in mentally, and that's it. Lincoln ask you where you want the ball, or is he just put it in the middle for you? He'll ask me. He, he figured it out today. Gotcha. We like Gabe, it. congratulations. Thank you. Oh, what was that? Okay. Have a good weekend, man. Thank you. You too. Let's go to Parker Thune. Yeah, Gabe, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, our guys did some research up in the press box and figured out that you're the first kicker in the history of the University of Oklahoma to win a field goal, or to win a game on a field goal with no time left. So, how's that feel? 
you have have a little extra chicken and pasta this morning to prepare for a moment like that? See, the chicken and pasta was not smacking this morning. It was a little soggy. So I had a little rice and beef. A lot of positive things to talk about on the defensive side of the football. So let's get a general uh, overhead view from Alex Grinch. No, they played extremely well. I don't think the, the TFL counts, you know, maybe what we're accustomed to. Uh, a lot of that uh, is just kind of the, you know, what we saw both in the run game and then from a sack total standpoint, what we saw in the pass game, a lot of quick passes and really limit your opportunities in some of those, uh, you know, in some of those areas. But I, I, I certainly thought they held up um, and, and was, was, was pleased overall, uh, you know, despite maybe the lack of production, um, as I said, that we've, we've grown accustomed to. Go to Ryan Aber. Alex, then sort of uh, part of the other end of that, the the, the secondary, uh, they they converted some uh, third downs, quite a few third downs there on that that opening drive. Uh, how how do you feel the secondary played after that? You know, what was the the difference uh, from from that point on? Uh, and then also something a little bit unrelated, just what was going through your mind there when that snap goes back uh, 20-something yards uh, there at the end? Yeah, no, you, you, you know, you have a tendency defensively to, to uh, um, you, you take the lumps when, 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 you know, tip ball, something like that, you know, goes in the offense's favor. Um, and, and believe me, I wish that happened more often. Uh, and, and, and some of those scenarios, so we'll, we'll, we'll certainly take them. Um, and that's specific to the end. I, I, you know, my, my hope would be that it, it becomes commonplace that the, the chief issue over the course of a game was the opening drive, and we get to talk about one drive that we're disappointed in, uh, and that, that, that certainly is, is absolutely the case. I mean, I, I didn't think uh, we, we, we did a, a very good job uh, uh, on that opener, a couple opportunities, and then some, some quick game passing game. That we got to be more aggressive with a bust in, in what was otherwise a zone coverage concept. We chased it back and then and, and let them convert. And so we, a lot of opportunities on that drive. I felt, um, and obviously credit goes to the opponent. You know, sometimes that those opening drives, you know, they got their openers and in a plan for you. Um, and something obviously we got to look at. You know, to 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 see if maybe, maybe they, um, you know, saw a deficiency in in us defensively. They looked to attack early in the game, um, but. Uh, um, no, a couple missed opportunities. Obviously, that 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 you know over the last two weeks, you know, kind of those opening drives. Um, but but it does. It, it turns out one drive uh, doesn't beat you. Appreciate it, Alex. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Alex. Uh, when your offense is kind of struggling a little bit. Um, you talk to your defense at all like, hey, man, you guys kind of have to carry the roll a little bit more. They kind of know that. And then, two, were you, when you that last statement you were talking about, were you talking about some slant routes that looked like they were converting on you? Were you talking about some some, some breakdowns or whatever to the secondary? Yeah, I, I thought there were a couple couple times, uh, you know, breakdowns. I think a couple times, you know, if you're in man coverage, you got to be just that. you got to be man on man. And and if, you, if uh, you're in a receiver stance or you should be in the receiver's face, uh, at the snap of the football, and at the catch point, you're not. Then you know th- there's a breakdown. Whether it's you know, and, and a lot of times that, that has something to do with technique. And then if you're in zone coverage, you got to make sure that you're not you know defending a blade of grass 
uh, and then, uh, you know, tackle it once they catch it. You know, it, it's, you know, you're, you're dropping to a certain area and then breaking on the ball uh, when it comes off the quarterback's hands. And so, um, you know, a couple of those, um, you know, whether it's, it's a truly, you call it a breakdown or a bust, um, not necessarily the case, but it certainly comes down to, to playing with, uh, with better fundamentals. And, and, and you know, to, to your first point in terms of just the, the way, you know, games go is, is, you know, one of the things we talk to the guys all about is, and, and is, you know, not having a preconceived notion how, how Saturdays are going to end up. Um, I think if you go with certain expectations, for instance, when, when the, the minutes you say, well, the offense struggled, then that immediately implies that, that maybe if they score more points, our life gets easier defensively. Um, and so one of the, the, the chief things we've spent a lot of time with our guys on is, is uh, you know, uh, attacking the hard stuff and, and embracing the hard stuff and, and expecting the hard stuff and, and not being um, in any way, shape, or form uh, a fan. And, 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 and I mean that in, a, in the most positive way. Uh, towards our fans, but you can't be a fan as as a, as a, a defender. You have a role in this organization. It's to get stops, um, and we got enough tonight. Um, obviously, there's a lot of things we got to get better at, but uh, really taking a personal ownership in, in our own performance, you know, and and that's something that's that's constantly you're working at and constantly getting ingrained in them. Um, that that uh, you you don't uh, ride the roller coaster, uh, you know, in, in terms of what the scoreboard reads. Alex, you uh, stoned their run game. I'm curious how much that really helped you win this game tonight, the fact that you counted on your defense to stop the run, and you did. And when you lost DTY, I'm curious, uh, how much did that hurt? Uh, Justin, you know, I know he plays a big role in lining guys up and things, and so how much did you have to adjust some things when you lost him in the third quarter? Well, I, I think it affects us a little bit. You know, Keyshawn came in, and you know some of the the, the formations, specifically when Six came in at quarterback, you had the little option element, you had some variables, and, and uh, a young guy in the program, as opposed to you know a guy that's been been in the uh, you know run those calls so many and, and, and kind of handle some of those things. And uh, Key will be better for it. Um, uh, specific to that, I thought overall Keyshawn held up very well. Um, right. But but that to your to your point, there, there's a couple instances where you say, well, geez, you know, uh, certainly uh, have a lot of confidence in, in DT's ability to, uh, you know, handle uh, the, you know the variables that way. Uh, but it, at, well, and and uh, you know, hopefully we get him back sooner rather than later. Um, and then you know, specific to the run game, I mean, I think as you look at it, and you, you know, uh, there's no one wants to, you know any any one of those drives to to, to stop sooner uh, than what I want them to. Um, but there's also that element of, you know, in the moment of, of uh, you know, m- making sure that uh, quality running back, uh, you know, doesn't uh, get let loose. And, and it also comes down to our guys is, is stepping up when their number's called, uh, you know, specific to the run game and, and, and saying, you know, if, the, if this game turns into a passing game, you know, can, can eventually that, that uh, uh, be an advantage for us. And it kind of never went that way, just the, the, the nature of tonight's game. But uh, in the back of your mind, you keep sitting there, they're going to have to continue to run the football. Um, and, and I thought, uh, again, I thought, I thought we held up very well against it. There, there's certainly some, some uh, other opportunities that, that we'll take a look at and, uh, you know, every single area defensively, you know, including myself. Uh, from a call standpoint that we can get better at. But, uh, you know, it, it continues to be the case. It's very difficult to, to win football games if, if uh, um, uh, it, it's difficult to, to run the football. There's a, there's a correlation there. And obviously takeaways being the other one, which was 1-1. This is, I think, the first time all year we didn't win the turnover battle. And uh, life would have gotten a whole lot better for us if we had more takeaways.
Thanks, Alex. Congrats. Thank you. Brandon Drum. Yeah, Alex, can you talk about just uh, how much of a – how hard it was to prepare for a guy like uh, Garrett Green the, and how they switched in the quarterbacks. They, they brought him in. They would run a lot of misdirection, read option, and just kind of what the motion did to you guys' eyes and, and how, how that caused just, I guess, some issues to begin with and then how you all adjusted to that. Yeah, I, I don't know that we adjusted very well, honestly, and, and, and maybe it, it was an impatience on my part. Uh, from a call standpoint, but I, I thought we could have and should have done a better job. I, I thought in the end, you don't know exactly how they're going to build some of those formations and that to get, you know, three buys in the backfield to allow you to run some load option type of principles. Um, you know, that when, when you add the motion element, um, that, that also adds communication from a defensive standpoint. Um, but I also think that, uh, we're, we're well trained to, to handle some of those things. And so it's a combination thereof. Obviously, from a coaching standpoint, I uh, got to look at it and, and uh, got to do better. Uh, and then, then also, we got to make sure in those moments, it, it may not be the perfect call. It may not be the perfect answer to what they do. It turns out we don't know what they're going to run every snap. Um, but our best bet to have success is to to simply follow your rules and and uh, you tell the guys let it rip, and then uh, we we can make adjustments from there. And so uh, some some missed opportunities I thought, which then creates a situation where you buy more of it. Um, so I wouldn't make the claim that we did a very good job against it tonight. Can you talk about the the, the linebacker play tonight for you guys? Yeah, I, I thought overall it, it it was good. I mean, I I, I you know. Uh, Across the board, I mean, I, when, when you, you hold an opponent to limited yards like like we did both in the pass game and in the run game, you know, and you can you can signal uh, or, or kind of circle, you know, specific you know throws uh, underneath uh, that are so frustrating, um, then then it, it, it's probably a pretty good indicator that uh, the bulk of the group played played fairly well. But I, I think uh, over the last two weeks that that group is. Uh, you know, playing better and better. You know, we're trying to, you know, give them opportunities to, to get in the backfield and some pressures and that and a lot of quick uh, quick passing game tonight, which which limited uh, maybe some of their effectiveness that way as well as our defensive front. Again, a night where it seemed as if Isaiah Thomas and Nick Benito lived in the backfield. Here's IT afterwards. Isaiah, congratulations. Uh, wanted to ask you about just your thoughts on that last field goal by Burkett. Where were you? Uh, what did you do when you, the ball went through the uprights? Uh, I was at the the defensive. I was on our home sideline. Obviously, at the very end, I, I was scared to look. I was uh, had my arm wrapped around Billy, and I was I was scared, but not scared that he was going to miss it. Just you know, just that the emotions that run through you when you're in that last you know last play of the game, possibly. But we had, I had faith in Gabe. You know, I've, I've seen him make kick uh, make kicks 30, 30 yards deeper. So you know, I had faith in him. Thirteen points, only one touchdown drive. The first one. How, just rate the way the defense played. Uh, I mean, obviously, that that, that one touchdown, you know, it, it was tough to it was tough to take to the chin, obviously, because we don't want to have to have a wake up call to get to, to get things going and stuff like that. So the, the way we responded is just tremendous. It's exactly what Coach Grinch preaches, and he always tells us you can't beat Oklahoma playing uh, scoring threes, and that showed today. I mean, you know, we also allowed one touchdown and they had to build those for the rest of the game. It, it came to fruition. You can't beat the Isaiah, thanks. Have a good weekend, man. Isaiah, you mentioned that first touchdown drive. Did, did you guys do anything different after that drive, or, or why do you feel sometimes you need that early punch in the mouth before you guys officially wake uh, wake up? Uh, no, we didn't do anything differently. I mean, like every time you know someone scores on us, or you know they they get you know some some momentum going, it's always on us. It, it's something that we didn't do that we were coached on, or something like that. It's nothing that they did spectacular or different. 
So, you know, we just responded in a way we know how to. And, you know, up front, you know, we challenged each other, you know, hold them under, uh, under 100 rushing yards and only one touchdown. Because, you know, we figured, I mean, we felt that that first touchdown was a fluke and we could prove that throughout the rest of the game. And, uh, and, and I mean, obviously we did. And it, it was fun to it was fun to be out there. Let's go to uh, Parker Thune. IT, before I ask you a football question, man, what's the deal behind the little heart you got shaved in your head now? Uh, <laughs> So uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all are familiar with the artist Drake, man. Uh, he's my favorite music artist. And, uh, you know, a lot of his, like, you know, lyrics and stuff, you know, inspired me, you know, the quotes that he has. And I just, you know, tra uh, translate them to my life and stuff like that. You know, he's just a big inspiration. He has the same hairstyle. So, I mean, if you look him up, he'll have the same heart in his head. So that's why I got it. I got you, man. Now, here's what I'm wondering. Uh, OU hadn't – this is their lowest scoring output in a victory since 2013. So, as you look at how the first four games of this season have gone, you know, one of the marks of a championship team is that offense can pick up the defense, defense can pick up the offense. Do you sense that there's that dynamic between the two units here? I, I wouldn't say it's a dynamic between the two of us. I mean, I, I know there's just some things that didn't go to offense way the way that they planned it. I mean, just like in recent years, there was stuff that the defense struggled with. And, I mean, it, it's nothing that we're worried about or scared of because we know with Lincoln Riley you know, it's capable of, <clears throat> it's capable of, and we know what the offense is capable of. And then it's about time that the defense has picked up our side, our end of the uh, bargain. And it's fun to be out there with us, but it, it's nothing to, that that I'm worried about. I don't see like a big difference. It's just little things that we, they got to like detail, uh, focus on the details and they'll be just fine. So we'll be okay. I guess we'll take one more uh, from Austin Curtright. Hey, Isaiah, uh, Pat Fields just talked about how important it is to have a next play mentality. Um, how did you see that play out tonight after, you know, allowing the 17 play first touchdown drive and then allowing just six points after that? Oh, yeah. A, a next play mentality. I mean, Coach Brinson tells us to have a short memory. And I mean, with, with the way we finished the game, you can tell that we had one. And, and I, I personally do well now with the next play mentality because, I mean, in that Nebraska game, I had a few plays I missed out there. But I mean, I was still disruptive and causing havoc in the backfield. So, you know, it, it's something that trickles down. You know, if they see an older guy have that mentality. The young guys will be like, okay, you know, if it works for him, it can work for all of us. And we, we just instilled that as a team. So the way we approached it, you know, we we, we uh, approached it the right way and we attacked it and we just held him to threes and stuff like that and had faith in our offense to finish the game the way they did. And his defensive line mate, outside backer Nick Benito. Nick, just the defensive performance tonight again. Uh, gave up the opening touchdown, but really settled down as a defense. How big was that for the unit? Um, it was really big. Uh, it was just really some correctional errors that we had to come to the sideline and talk about. And, um, you know, we adjusted well. And, you know, we, I feel like we played great uh, the rest of the game. So um, it was just really adjustments that we had to make. And uh, thanks. That's good. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend, man. Yeah, you too. Go to uh, Parker Thune. And Nick, you guys are 4-0, but inevitably a lot of the talk this week will be, well, Oklahoma's not beating teams the way that they should be. So what would your response be to those people that might say, yeah, they're winning, but they're not winning like they should be. They're not winning with style. I mean, at the end of the day, we're Oklahoma. We're going to get everybody's best shot. Um, you know, no game is, you know, just we're going to walk in and just whoop everybody by 30. Um, no, one, no one's going to do that. This is everybody's Super Bowl when we play them. So, I mean, we're going to get everybody's best shot, and it's our best. We got to do our best job to respond. And at the end of the day, we, we got to get the dub, and, and that's what we did tonight. So, Appreciate it, Nick. And Nick, you guys only gave up 47 rushing yards. What does that say about how physical this defense has become in the last couple of years? 
Uh, I, I think we've done a real good job. Uh, you know, Coach Grinch, you know, and Coach Kane and all the, uh, you know, Coach Tibbs, you know, we really pride ourselves on stopping the run. And, and we knew we were going against a really good back this week, and we knew he could really hurt us. So, you know, we wanted to stop the run first, and I, I feel like we really did a good job of that. And, you know, we, we had really good success. Big night defensively for Perion Winfrey. The Sooner standout defensive tackle was fantastic. You know, we use that term. We've used the term living in the backfield quite a bit, but he did. Here was Perion after the game. Hey, Perion, congratulations, first of all. Just talk about the defense's mentality. Just during this three-game stretch, 0-16, 13, you guys are holding teams to field goals instead of touchdowns. How big is that? Man, it's big. Uh, we pride ourselves on um, finishing games and finishing plays and finishing every rep. So to be able to go out there every play and give it our all and be able to hold teams to the amount of points we are holding teams to compared to what it was before I committed to the university is a blessing. You know, when the team's trying to just drown clock like they were today, how big is having depth, being able to rotate players in and out when you, they're putting together those long drives? Man, again, it's a blessing. I feel like um, we don't, like my coach says, we don't have no drop-off. Everybody that goes in produces and gives a lot of great effort and does what we need to do just to give us enough breathing room to go back in there and do what we need to do. Thanks. Have a good weekend, man. For sure. You too. Go to uh, Parker Thune and then Bob Prisbillo after that. Yeah, Perry, I want to ask you exactly what I asked Isaiah Thomas just a second ago. Oklahoma hasn't won a game with 16 points since 2013, but one of the marks for the championship football team, right, is that the offense can pick up the defense, the defense can pick up the offense. So do you sense that you guys have that championship dynamic between your two units? Oh, yeah, most definitely. And I got complete faith in Lincoln Riley and our offense that they're going to do what they need to do, get back to the drawing board and figure out what's going on and get back right because I that's what I came here for because I know that they can put up points with ease, and it's going to come sooner or later. I, I have ultimate faith in that. We're asking every player, so let's get get your thoughts. Where were you when Gabe was taking that kick and what was sort of going through your head? I mean, I was on the sideline. Uh, only thing that was going through my head was uh, was going to the locker room and turn up because I got complete faith in Gabe Urkic. He's the best kicker in the country. And it was on, like, the 10-yard line. <laughs> There's no way Gabe's missing that. So I was just ready to get back inside and turn up with my boys. Take one more for Perrion from uh, Ryan Chapman. Hey, Perrion, the defense line's getting a ton of credit for the way you guys rushed the passer. But, but holding Letty Brown to, to, you know, that few yards, under 50 yards rushing, have you guys, you know, what's been able to take that next level to, to be both dominant in the run game and, you know, rush the passer? Like you said, um, dominance, like our mentality, um, it, it, um, they could bust for a 70-yard run. We're going to have that next rep mentality knowing that we could get that run total down and down and down, and we're not going to stop to the end of the game. We're going to make every opponent feel us. Like we're going to put pad on pad and make you not want to run the ball and make you not want to run any plays. That's our mentality up front. Thanks, Perrion. For sure. Austin, do you have a question for Perrion? Yeah. Go to Austin, right? Hey, Perrion, just wanted to ask about how the defense responded after allowing that first touchdown, the first drive of the game, and then not allowing one the rest of the way. Right. Like I said, it's just that next rep mentality. Like, <laughs> that's all Grinch is, Grinch truly, that's all Grinch truly talks about. Like, next rep, next rep, no matter what happens. We have to go out there and play again. So are you going to go out there and think about the past? Are you going to go out there and excel and do what you need to do to make your next play your greatest play? So that's just what we do. We we focus on the next rep, not 
we never stay in the past. We always stay in the present moment. Winfrey, by the way, finished with three tackles. He had a sack and a tackle for a loss. West Virginia did a really good job getting the ball out quick. They were uh, having success on those slant patterns, but Oklahoma in the end holds on for a 16-13 W. So coming up this week, all eyes on Kansas State. Oklahoma starts the season 4-0, 1-0 in Big 12 play. We're going to have a lot to get to on the Sooner Sports Podcast Live that's going to come your way Tuesday at 1.05 p.m. with Toby and myself. So make sure you join us live, instant reaction, and all kinds of talk from Saturday night. This has been the Sunday Sound Bites. Have a great start to your week. And Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one, and by Allstate, proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network.